0: You wired me awake and hit me with a hand And welcome to Beers and Banter, a Mike and Colin podcast. The show where two longtime friends get together to enjoy adult beverages and talk nonsense about the stuff they love. This week, we're running down our top something cover songs. <laughs> now, a couple of sort of business before we get started. First, this is a deep well. It's a some kind of dive. <laughs> we're talking about music, but. Probably more importantly, this is an adult show fueled by adult beverages, and there's going to be adult language, so earmuffs are all little Padawans out there.
1: Good afternoon, Colin. How are you doing? Michael, how are you? I am really good today.
0: As, uh, as Rob Thomas once song, it's a hot one. It is. <laughs> it's it a hot, is, hot one. It is warm in British Columbia where we uh, we live today. Yeah, Swarthy. Swarthy, reached 28 degrees. Yep. We got the fan on in the room, so if you guys hear that in the background, my apologies in advance. <laughs> But tough it, titties. Yeah, tough titties. We thought it'd be fun to change gears a little bit. Yeah, I'm do excited. Do a musical for this one episode. A it's been something we've talked about doing for a while and talking about some of our, our favorite cover songs.
1: Yeah, and it's a, a top 10 list. Kind of. Well, you well, know, our version of top 10.
0: Yeah, well, it's a top something. Yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll end up being something. Yeah. But
1: beer first. Yep, beer first. Right. So we got the new Jock Jams. Mm hmm. So the new Jock Jams by uh, Twin Sales. Mm hmm. This one is tangerine and sea buckthorn d- d- dessert sour. I don't know what sea buckthorn is. Do I you? don't know what the fuck. Yeah, C. We should have looked it does. up, but I don't know. But anyways, it's in this beer.
0: I- I'll say a couple things. Twin yeah. Sales is a brewery I have a lot of time for.
1: Yes, I really enjoy oh, yeah. their beer. We do.
0: And the previous iteration of Jock Jams.
1: Oh, it was fantastic. Was fantastic. The prickly so, pear or whatever it was.
0: This looks like peach juice. Oh, it's so thick. It's so thick. Yeah. Um. Smells. Smells brilliant.
1: He certainly does. It smells like th- a candy, like yeah. a sour candy. I think
0: I saw on the can it was like 5.3%. Uh, well,
1: possibly. I, I didn't give a look this time. Still didn't see it, but all right, I believe you.
0: Okay. Well, that's <laughs> bad policy. But <laughs> at any rate, we thought this would be really nice on a hot summer day. Yes. So what do you think? You want to rip into it?
1: Yeah, rip it. All Take right, like a sip and see. I'm still looking for that percentage. I don't think it's on the can, man. Oh, there it is, 5.3, you're right.
0: It was very small. Mmm. Mmm, that's tart.
1: Holy cow. That is way more sour than I thought That it would is
0: be. very sour.
1: Not in a bad way, just... I no. didn't expect that out of this, the sweet smell that came from this. It didn't so, it smell It has like, lingering
0: yeah. tangerine aftertaste. Very much. Really does. Yeah.
1: It's got a lot of that lactose, too. Very tart. We've been loving thick, lately.
0: Thick with lactose, delicious. Mmm.
1: I see why they call this one a dessert sour. Mm. Very much so. The last one was super sour too.
0: It was, but I, it was much lighter. I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was definitely lighter. This one's heavy.
0: This is quite heavy. Mm-hmm. The lactose w- is a big part of this
1: that. This is the lactose. Yeah. This is very. It's like juice.
0: It is like juice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it reminds beer, me but, of a tangerine but very... peach juice kind of thing. Like, yeah. and it looks exactly like it. But
1: delicious. Perfect yeah. for a hot day like this. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Also, you know, jock jams is kind of musically themed so. kind of
0: musically themed musically themed enough it could, for those. it could have been a
1: compilation album in the 90s
0: yeah when we uh, we'll talk about it when we do our jock jams episode jock Jams. cool rock yeah oh we
1: do definitely do a cool rock cool
0: episode. rock cool rock is before jock jams yeah <laughs> that's one of those if you know you know kind of things <laughs> but before we get cracking into it okay you pitched the idea to do cover songs yes because i'm like we need to something we can bang out
1: yeah, I, mean, you know, be, I thought it was to be super easy. Like, I like be, cover songs, but I was like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to think of your favorite 10 It's a real songs,
0: rabbit right? hole, though.
1: Yes, it is, which you know, I found out.
0: <laughs> yeah, once you get started, I mean, Oof. I had to, by the end, I mean, this was my exact methodology, because I think we were approaching it from slightly different ways, even though we'll probably end up with a lot of overlap anyway. Probably, yeah. But this is basically what I did, All right. is I brainstormed as many cover songs off the top of my head which I knew were cover songs.
1: I did the same thing.
0: And I ha- ended up with a huge unwieldy list, you know, like. Yep. And then from there, I'm like, okay, I went through the list and crossed out things. I'm like, okay, well, that's a good song, but I, I, it's not something I think about as being a real contender. Right. And so, and from there, I narrowed the list down to about 70 songs. Yep. And from there, I'm like, at first I just went gut intuition. And tried to just rank them right in just my like, head. Oh, I like this one the best. Kind of have yeah. a strata hierarchy and kind of work through it that way. And that proved to be way too impossible.
1: Yep. To... That's exactly what I did.
0: And so finally, my, my inner accountant won out. I built a, stra- a spreadsheet and had a, a weighted average decision-making matrix. <laughs> okay.
1: You, uh, went, you went further than I did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where I came up with four criteria. Okay. We have a weighting average of each. And I'll tell you, the, the four criteria were um, what I would call iconic slash objectively great. Yep. Okay. If I were to Google best cover songs of all time, it I imagine this there. would be on the list.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, each of these I'd gave a score out of 10. And that I would give a 30% weighting. I gave a 40% weighting to what I would call personal feeling slash opinion. Okay. How much I actually yep. en- enjoy the song. How, per- you know, like uh, I listen to it. Yep. Because some classically great cover songs are things I don't listen to as much. Yep.
1: I, yeah, I found that too. I leaned into that.
0: Yeah, I, I really so tried I'll, I'll to. I'll
1: get into mine after, but you keep going.
0: Yeah. Iconic, I gave 30%. Yeah. That I gave 40%. I wanted to have the strongest weighting. Uh, I gave a 15% weight, weighting to what I called performance. Okay. So if there was just a real, like, say, incredible vocal performance right. or guitar yeah. playing okay. or the musicianship or mm-hmm, something was just mm-hmm. so balls out incredible... It really elevated that cover song. I'm like, that should count for something. I gave that 15%. Yep. And the final 15% went to something I called rework. And that would be the degree to which they took the original song and truly made it their own.
1: And actually changed it. Yep. Yeah. And and,
0: because I I feel like a, a really great cover song or lots of great cover songs will find a way to honor the original but also do something interesting and new,
1: right? Because yeah.
0: why just make the the same song over again, right? Yep. So and well, that's, some do that. <laughs> well, yes, <yeah>, some <laughs> and do. Most of
1: them aren't on the and list,
0: and most of those will not be on this list. They're yep. not like, yeah. right? And so I narrowed that down. I, I put it in the decision matrix. I came up, and there were some surprises, but there was about fourteen or fifteen songs in the top twenty doing it that way that were actually had figured into my original, just yeah. off the top of my head. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty. F- probably pretty accurate and about as scientific as this could get. So that was kind of my methodology. Nice. Yeah. What did you do?
1: I did not go scientific like you did, but I kind of did the same thing. Mm. Right. I did not go counted on it. So, (laughs) so I I realized very quick, I did the same thing. I made, I made a list and I was like, Oh, I'm going to bang this out easy. I'm like off the top of my head, my favorite cover songs. And I started writing them down and I got to like number 25 and I'm like, ah, shit. Yeah. I still know more. And I'm like, I realized at that point, I'm like, I can't just write them down.
0: It get a good, real, uh, unwieldy, really
1: quick. So I had to really start thinking about it. And I wrote them and I got about the same, about 80 to 100. Mm. And I I went through, crossed off some that I'm like, no, that's just, that's not really. Yeah. It's just not for me. It's not that some of them weren't even a great song. So I remember I messaged you and I was like, look, we're not doing greatest cover songs. We're doing favorite, right? Yes, that was a big change because I was like, okay, because that's where I really started getting. Yeah, it got overblown because I'm like, okay, how do you wait the greatest? Yes, but I was like, okay, favorite is easier, and so then I still had to narrow down some criteria. So the first thing, the the one that actually made it a little bit easier even was that it had to be an album release. Oh, it had to be for sale somewhere. Okay, so it had to be a, an official cover, basically. Because
0: I have a couple, I have a few cheats.
1: Do you? Yes. Okay. See, and I'll, I and we'll get
0: to them when we talk about
1: it. I had a bunch, but see, yeah. that's the thing, though. Okay, but I'm but I was still allowing things like a single release B side. That's to me, that's for sale somewhere in a store. Yeah, that counts. To me, that counts, but not bootlegs. Deep dive on the internet somewhere. I was like, that doesn't count.
0: Because my list actually has two live performances. Okay, okay. One right. I've seen with my own eyes.
1: I knew this was going to be different. I knew that we were, we were making our list different on purpose.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. That's good. Yeah, actually, because, I mean, we really could have nailed down the criteria at the beginning. But I actually kind of like this better.
1: No, I, I wanted to do it separate.
0: So yeah, to see is, what we both good. came up with so and we'll how see, we approach it. We'll
1: see how our it. list comes up. Anyway, so that was the first thing for yeah. me. And then, uh, so after that, I still had my list. And I'm like, okay. I looked at it. I was like, it has to meet one or two of these criteria to be considered. One is what you you mentioned earlier. It has to be the definitive version. When you think of a song, that's the version that most people think of. Yeah. So that counts.
0: That shows up a lot in my list.
1: Yes, and and it should be. If it's a great cover, it should be the the version you think of. Or it has to outdo the original. So some of them are iconic songs that someone's covered. You're not going to be able to forget the original, but it's just that much better.
0: I would say in... 90% 90% of the cases on my list, that's the case. Okay. Most of them, yeah. Because that's a big criteria for me too. Yes. So, is the iconic version is almost the cover version. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, but some people do them and they just do them different enough that they're different, but not better. Mm-hmm. Right? So I discounted those ones. Yeah. Um, or they like you touched on too, they have to make changes to make it their own. They actually change the song enough that it, it becomes a different song
0: almost. Yeah. Yeah, right? that they've truly done something interesting with it.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Taken the framework and just done something completely different. Yeah. Oh my god, I just remember the song.
1: So uh well you, you can mention it after, but Okay. So the the other thing the thing that I realized is the other thing is that
0: oh my to what you
1: mentioned earlier was that great some great cover songs are not necessarily your choice. So they have to be something I would put on my playlist. Yes. Because there are some absolutely great songs that I would listen to once every ten years. Yes. And I I didn't want to discount them, but at the same time, I'm like, this is not for this list.
0: Yeah, and that was actually figuring out that Matrix was kind of trying to honor that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I'm like, well, there's certain songs that you almost have to talk about.
1: Yeah, and then and then my very last one that I thought about, that I consciously thought about when I went through them was, is this a great cover or just a great song so I like it because it's a great song to start with? Mm. So like, is this person singing this song, and it's fantastic, just because the original song is that strong,
0: like is the framework just so strong? So it's strong like, that, how that do you anybody can sing up.
1: this and it's that good. Yeah, yes. and yeah. That, and actually, there's a couple songs that I discounted because of that. Mm. So it, it, it actually came up. So and then yeah. to to finalize my list, I actually listened to the cover version and the original version while going through. These, I did that too. Going through these things in my head, I yeah. comparatively did it
0: as much as possible. I said, tried to listen.
1: Does the cover yeah. one meet any of like a couple of these criteria? And if it did, it went on the list, and then I ranked it from there. So. Hmm. So you went technical with it. I kind of did the same thing. I had to. Yeah.
0: If I was going to do it, because I was constantly switching.
1: Well, that's why you were able to nail it down to 24, and I'm still at 41.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, there's 70-something songs in that spreadsheet. Yes. Well, yeah, same thing. I just, I'm like, okay, well, I thought 20-something would be a prudent number for us to get a...
1: 24 solid. So it's our top 24.
0: 24 plus one. Well,
1: we'll talk about... Oh, yeah, you thought of one more.
0: Yeah. Um... So, I don't you know. You want to kick on? I will start
1: with Let's it. Let's start. We got to get, get into it. Literally,
0: so. while you were talking to me, yes. it popped into my head and it never was part of my reckoning. We'll until, say this is
1: 25, but.
0: Until just fucking now. Okay. And I'm like, I guess technically this counts. Does The Beach Boy Sloop John B. count as a cover?
1: <laughs> well, uh,
0: it is a traditional yes. shanty kind of song. Yeah. So,
1: I'm like. You'd ha- I bend the rules kay. on a couple of these. So, so for, you's, for yours, it might. Yeah. For mine, I would have to find the original release. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is why I did that. Because I didn't want, like, again, like you said, like a traditional shanty song. It's like, I tried is wherever it possible. a cover yeah. when it's a song just that everybody knows? Like, I wanted to make sure, for me, it was a legit, this is a song that was released for yeah. sale in stores. And some artist heard it and decided to sing I it. I tried also.
0: to discount folk songs or old standards as much as possible. Exactly. Except for one exception. Okay. Which I could not do my list. So your
1: so 25th is Sloop John B. Or are you just asking me? <laughs> would you put it on there?
0: Yeah. It's not. I would say no. Okay. Okay. For that, the reasons that we just mentioned. Because we just, yeah. Uh, because like Unless I said. you I'm, could
1: find an original recording. It's possible. I did, yeah. I didn't research that one. So Yeah.
0: I'll
1: tell you this. I will tell you this. If I found an original recording of that, yeah that before the beach boys then it would be on my list well there you that go song is fantastic oh my god it's inc- so it's fantastic yeah. it's incredible. but i would have I to find so- see that's the the main criteria right i
0: know there. and that's actually kind of half of the fun of this is yeah. working through the criteria but we'll start with my 24
1: yeah start with 24
0: okay i have uh the hold Steady's cop uh, version of bruce springsteen's atlantic city oh wow okay yeah uh, i actually tried to skew new in a in a, yeah, in a yeah. few instances yeah it's really interesting because have you heard the original Atlantic City? Yes. Okay. So, but you know, I don't it's, think I've heard this. Okay. No, it's very. The original, of course, very stripped down, acoustic, yeah. you know, like a four track from Nebraska. Well, the, the cool thing that the whole study did with it is they went, because the, to honor Bruce Springsteen, they didn't do a Nebraska style, they went born to run style. Yeah. So, okay, an okay. intro with a piano, incredible rock guitars. And once the, the Clarence Clemens sax hits, it just elevates it to like... It just radiates huh. with joy. It's just an incredible cover song. A lot of people can't get into The Hold Steady because they don't like Craig Finn's voice. It's <laughs> well, hard for them to get around because he's got this nasal talking kind yeah. of sing style, if you're familiar with that band. Yep. But... Uh,
1: I know, I've know i never heard that song, though.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic cover. Well worth uh, checking out. I also deeply really considered putting the band's version of the same song wow. atlantic city on the list somewhere which and it was tough <laughs> to keep it a lot because they do a very blues grassy yeah approach to it that which is also a lot of fun yeah it, it and both of them took this really depressing song about quiet desperation and turned it into like this real fun <laughs> thing so i mean like but fantastic cover well worth checking out i
1: like it that's that's a solid choice
0: yeah um, so as far as far
1: as the two versions of the same song, I tried not to do that myself.
0: Uh, I struggle with that yeah, a couple yeah. times.
1: There was definitely yeah. a few times. <laughs> All right, so I guess going with my number 24. Yeah. All right, let's go to my official list here because I know I shuffled it around so much. <laughs> so 24 is uh on my list is Babe I'm gonna leave you by Led Zeppelin. Ooh. Yeah. Good pick. That that made it to twenty-four for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh that was uh that was hovering was around. It?
1: Yeah, Did, didn't make your list though.
0: It, it's uh, I think made the spreadsheet.
1: Yeah, it's it on, made it's my on your audible mention list.
0: It's on my yes. It was mathematically considered. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah, good pick.
1: Yeah. Well, the reason it's so low, to be honest, like I love Led Zeppelin. Mm. The reason it's so low is just because it's not one of my favorite Led Zeppelin tunes.
0: That. But, yeah.
1: however, when I listen to it, it's it is a, an amazing song. It's an
0: amazing song. Yeah. Yeah. Great song. I also love I also love Led Zeppelin. So
1: yeah, it was on their first album mm-hmm. in 1969. Mm-hmm. It was originally by Joan Baez. In, yep, on you know, in Joan Baez in concert, 1962. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Jimmy Page heard it like when Joan Baez recorded it. I did I not when she was recording it, but like early on, and he was developing that song since he was a session guitarist. Mm. He was interested in that song like immediately. So like he had, he had planned on doing that song before Led Zeppelin. So that was,
0: that Colonel goes probably back to the Yardbird days even before, right? Like even before, like he was just a session
1: guitarist in in studios.
0: So, I mean, that's for a long time. That was, I mean, it it was probably already fully formed by the time they went to the studio for their first album. Yeah. Oh, good pick. All right. For, uh, I guess technically my 23rd. Yep. I have, uh, Linda Rodstad's cover of When Will I Be Loved by the Everly Brothers. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you could have went with a lot of Linda Ronstadt because yeah, she didn't really write her own music. Yeah. But uh, it's very different than the original, which is you know like very. Yep. I've been lied to. You know, like it's that '50s style, and she comes out and gives this powerhouse fucking performance, incredible singing, and uh, I have a real soft spot in my heart for that song.
1: It's a solid choice. Yeah. If you're that familiar. was on my honorable mention.
0: Was it? Yep. No.
1: Hmm. All right. So my 23 mm-hmm. is Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers.
0: That's a cover song. It
1: is a cover song. Yes. Does that I blow, didn't does I that didn't blow know your you,
0: mind. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, I'm the Righteous Brothers. Too.
1: Yeah, they did it. Uh their album Just Once in My Life 1965. Yeah. It was by Todd Duncan. So for the film soundtrack film soundtrack Unchained. Oh. In 1955, 10 Hence years earlier.
0: Unchained Melody. Yep. Yeah,
1: they actually wanted him to put the the word Unchained in the song, and he refused. But yeah, the song is in that movie. And Hmm. yeah, so it's literally a cover of a soundtrack song.
0: I had no idea.
1: No, because it's so synonymous with the Righteous Brothers.
0: Yeah, so synonymous with the Righteous Brothers. It's the definitive version. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. I I I mean, there might be a few on my list that are like that, too. You're like, you wouldn't not have known it was a cover song. Yeah. Oh, good pick. All right. uh, I guess this is 22nd. Okay, my uh, my pick for twenty second is um, Fun Boy 3's version of "Our Lips Are Sealed" by the Go Go's.
1: I have not heard that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it was a <laughs> it was a big hit in Britain. Okay, not a hit over here. Yeah, and this is one of the ones where I'm cheating. Okay, uh, I I cheat a few times because the story was was the Go Go's were on tour in uh, in England in the early '80s, I think, with the Specials and Terry Hall, the singer, was in the Specials and. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, he co-wrote this song with Jane Weedlin because they kind of had a secret affair going.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: that's what the song is about. So they kind of co-wrote the song, (laughs) Our Lips Are Sealed, about about their shenanigans. And in 81, the Go-Go's released it. And in 1983, Terry Hall's own band (laughs) released their version of it. And it's very different, but still an incredible song. Wow. It's much more moody. It has this pulsing bass line, but an amazing song like i said not a hit here yeah huge hit in britain huh. but also apparently the novelist david foster wallace one of his favorite songs so oh, there's your bonus. literary fact <laughs> <the day. laughs>
1: that's that's not cheating Colin. if they've both officially released it well it's
0: it's weird to think of a cover song that you co-wrote
1: oh well you're gonna get can blown you, away by a couple of my can as i would say can you <laughs> yeah as
0: i'd say can you can you cover something that you wrote it's you know, it's an interesting it's question. It's an interesting
1: question, and we're gonna answer it when I get into it. It's it's
0: funny because depending on which version was released first, I could have went either way with that song too. That's true. So but uh because the Go Go's released theirs, I think, in like eighty one and yeah. Fun Boys Three's wasn't for a couple years later. I went with that they're both fantastic versions, yeah. but uh that's a, it's a great song.
1: There's there's an honorable mention that has the same kind of situation. Oh, as, okay. Uh, was um Always on my mind. You think, mm. of, you think of Elvis, right? Yeah. He was actually the I one. think of
0: Elvis slash Willie Nelson slash the Pet Shop Boys. And then the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> well,
1: the reason I looked into this, yeah, this is honorable mention because I realized that I don't listen to the Pet Shop Boys version hardly at all. It's fantastic. And they made it their own. It yeah. follows a lot uh, of Spoiler alert,
0: it just made missed my list.
1: Yeah, yeah. For that reason. Me too. It was like, it would be like, it was right there. But for the reason that I just don't listen to it that often. No. I've listened to the Elvis song. version more often. Yes, and I listen
0: to the well, Willie Nelson version more often.
1: Right. According to my criteria, the Elvis one could have been a cover because it was released third. Mm. But being that none of the artists actually wrote it, and they all recorded it at the same time. There's three artists that, that released it in the same year. Yeah, okay. And they all recorded it at the same time. That thing
0: has really been passed around. Oh,
1: so much. <laughs> so it, it, just, it just didn't make my list for all those reasons right there. Yeah. But, yep. So there's the example, the same example where... A song came out, and I think it counts in your your situation because it was definitively released, and a couple years later released again. So, yeah, <laughs> different versions. So. I
0: love all the versions of that song. It's yeah. just ugh, it's bulletproof that song. Yeah, and it's just interesting to me how you can continually come up with new versions of it.
1: A good song Always you can on do, my, do that.
0: Pet Shop ver- Boys' yeah. version is iconic too.
1: Yes, it is. Well, it, uh,
0: it scored ten out of ten on the iconic scale.
1: The The Pet Shop Boys recorded my, uh, that song. They first performed it as a live performance as a tribute to Elvis. I there
0: did was, not know that there was an Elvis tribute okay.
1: concert in England. Yeah, the 10th anniversary of his death, like his vigil, mm. and all these artists record played an Elvis song, and it was so popular they they went and recorded it. They were urged to record it. Yeah, they, they released it like a year and a half after they oh, actually wow. performed it. So
0: great song. Yeah,
1: it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Not on our list, but we're talking about it. Anyway, well, so it's that y- good. You got to be. It was right there. It was right there for me. Right yeah,
0: there. It, so. it narrowly missed this list that we're talking about for yeah, me. Exactly. Okay, I guess what we're on 21.
1: 22 for me?
0: Yeah. That was 22 for you?
1: No, that was yours. You were talking about.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, our lips are sealed. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Now, I didn't want to skip you. Okay. Okay. So, 20, 22 is. Because we, to- t- we got talking about. Always on yeah. my mind. Yeah. yeah okay. That was not it. No.
1: My actual 22 is
0: Tainted Love by Soft Cell. I hate that song. Do you? I absolutely <laughs> hate that song. There's a. Uh, if we ever did a a show of songs everyone loves that I actually hate,
1: that's one of them, right there. Oh,
0: I, yeah, I, <laughs> that's one of those songs everyone loves, and I'm like, not me.
1: But that's, that's your Ian song.
0: That's that's where I I make my grumpy pouty face. I'm like, yep. people love this song, <laughs> feh, and foo. I say, but you get you, you feel free to speak on it. I did know "Tainted Love" was a cover, and I did write it down out of a sake of you know,
1: yeah, it's a cover
0: completionism and
1: completionism, yeah. But uh. The original is by Gloria Jones. Mm. It's a single in 1965, and yeah, it is love, very different. The, the, it's very different, and and I think that's what I like about it because to me, this is like iconic 80s. Mm. It's it's like like they took they took got rid of all the instruments and used synthesizers. Yes, like that was their. Thing. I
0: have uh, one it, or two of those on my list myself. It just
1: leaned into the 80s. To yeah. me, this is like the prime example of it. So that's yeah. why it makes my list.
0: Yeah, I mean if. Uh,
1: they made it their own, like you. Very much so. You listen to the original, you, you can barely tell it's the same song.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's a fatigue. It could be. There's, you know,
1: well, like girls just want to have fun. Didn't make my list because of fatigue. I think. Really? When I made my list, well, it made my list. But, yeah. it, but it it made my. Remember, I said I had forty one songs. At, yeah. It's thirty five. Oh wow. So and and when I put it at thirty five, I was like, this is a better song, but I just can't listen to it anymore. that's what i i I literally when i wrote it down i knew in my head i'm like i just can't like this is a fantastic song
0: yeah yeah
1: it's just like how many times can you hear this song yeah but honorable mention to girls just want to have fun Mm.
0: because when the working day is done yeah girls just want to have fun
1: (laughs) so tainted love wasn't Mm. on your list so what is on your list at 21
0: uh 21 Uh, Blondie, The Tide is High. Oh, wow. Their cover of The Paragons. It shocked me it was this low.
1: I was just going to say that. Do you know where it is on my list?
0: I would guess third.
1: Oh, no, it's not that high. Oh, wow. But it has a three in it. Thirteen. Thirteen? Yeah. Yeah. It was thirteen Okay, so
0: we're pretty close. Yep. Yeah. We're pretty close. I've always loved The Tide is High.
1: Ugh. Oh, it's a fantastic amazing. song. The reggae style in it is just perfection.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it's funny, because it was, the Paragons were kind of a reggae band, like... Rocksteady, uh, yeah, rocks. Yeah, it's perfect. Rocksteady, oh. and Blondie did it better.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's. I think that's actually it's late Blondie, so it was kind of yeah. like by the time they stopped giving a shit, and uh, <laughs> like Debbie Harry was already thinking of her solo projects and stuff. But I, I, I have always loved the tie High. It's a fantastic song, and another one I didn't know there was a cover for a long time. For that, I
1: didn't know for a long, long, a time, long that time that was a cover. That that one totally. But I, I mean, I found out long time ago but when i did find out i was kind of blown away yeah but i want to I figure out what I, year it's it, uh,
0: it it scored a little low for me on reworkability
1: yeah fair okay
0: but it is an improvement
1: well it came out in 1980 so it wasn't late oh. yeah it wasn't late it was on auto american
0: was it yeah oh okay i had it later than that in my head for mm, some the reason the
1: paragons was 67 yeah yeah only a smile single
0: yeah hmm.
1: so but yeah
0: uh, that's good that you researched the albums because I did not. I, I did a little <laughs> just for
1: my top ones. I did. Oh, not. okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, I know thirteen on my list because I love Blondie. Yeah,
0: that yeah. was
1: that's one of the songs that I've I, like you said I love forever, and then I found out it was a cover. Yeah, way into my it is life, one of it I'm is like, one what? of my favorite
0: Blondie songs. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's one of those ones that was a staple at high school dances for me. So.
1: Yeah, that too.
0: Yeah. soft spot in my heart for that song for sure.
1: <laughs> Solid choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Twenty one on my
1: list is Louie Louie by The Kingsman.
0: Hmm. Not a bad, not a bad choice.
1: Well, I mean, I love that song.
0: Yeah. I don't think it had even made my top 70, but I did you have know? it in but my But you had it my on my your yeah.
1: completionist.
0: Yeah. So how come
1: it didn't make your top seventy?
0: I just don't have very strong emotional feelings about it. Fair enough. Yeah. I think
1: I, I, t- don't, I don't either. I wouldn't say I, I do. Like yeah. but I do love when that song comes on, I can't help but well, I listen to it to jam out to it. Yeah, exactly. But I don't
0: search it out either.
1: It's the most recorded rock song of all time. Yeah. So,
0: but that is the iconic version.
1: That is the iconic version. That's yeah. why it's the one on my list. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, it would make sense to go that way. Yeah. You kind of went with the iconic stuff a little bit.
1: I did. Yeah. I no, no, with. I did. I definitely yeah. did more than you, I think.
0: More, I probably actually. Yeah. Probably but again, you.
1: that's because I went with my list that I knew off the top of my head. Yeah. And uh, just pared it down from there. So for me, the iconic ones were a key thing. Yeah. I honestly I the big thing was pairing out the ones that weren't a real like that weren't an actual album release. That got rid of a few for me.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I should have done that or not and actually done some research. Eh, it doesn't matter. Because I literally was went off the top of my head and then worked from there.
1: It doesn't really matter. That's, yeah, that's, it that's, doesn't that's, it doesn't really that's matter. That's the point of this. Yeah. All right, what's your number twenty?
0: Um Mott the Hoople's version of Sweet Jane by the Velvet Underground. Wow, I could have went with the Cowboy Junkies version of the same song. Yeah, but I love Mott the Hoople's version. Uh-huh. The guitar is just so shimmery; it shines. It has this incredible energy. And fun story: it was David Bowie's idea for them to cover it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Uh, I just, I just love the glamminess of it. Yeah. And that's one of those underrated great lost albums. All the young dudes. So it's kind of like, it just starts the al- album off with this fantastic energy. So. Nice. Yeah, that that was what, 18?
1: No, no, we're not that high yet. 20. That, that was, was 20? 20. Okay. Uh, all right, so my number 20. Mm? We joked about this when we started making the list. Mm-hmm. It's Torn by Natalie Imbruglia.
0: Nice. Yep. <laughs>
1: yep. So her Left of the Middle album in
0: 1997.
1: Yep. Yep. Originally, well, written by Edna Swap, mm-hmm. but they didn't record it until 1995. The original was in... Uh, was Swedish, I believe. Yes. Liz Sorensen, 1993. Yeah. yep. I can't pronounce the album name. Somewhere Below the Stars is what it is in English.
0: So there's all sorts of umlauts, I'm sure, and (laughs) O's and U's in there.
1: Her her, The Natalie and Brilly version is actually produced by Phil Thornley of Edna Swap. Oh. She produced it. Yeah.
0: Okay. That I did not know. Yeah. Hmm. So. I guarantee that song would make your top your uh, one hit wonder list as well.
1: It absolutely would make my one hit wonder list. The the reason that this one jumped up my chart is because it's always on one of my playlists.
0: <laughs> it's one of those guilty
1: pleasure songs. I love the song. I don't know what it is about it, but I I just love that song. Yeah, it's yeah. not one of the greatest songs ever made. It's not like it's not even one of the greatest performances ever made. There's just something about it. It's super catchy, and well, I, no, I, I mean- enjoy it.
0: Natalie Imbruglia was like a soap opera star, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah like in, I mean, in those days, you could be a triple threat and do all sorts of hey, stuff. Hey, she's a
1: great singer. She is.
0: She hey, did, she's she's a she talented did, she singer. She did an
1: MTV Unplugged album of this. I actually, remember. It's really good. Yeah. But that being said, it's still, like I said, it jumped up just because I realized I was like, I listen to this song a lot. I can't put it low. Because it would, I'd be lying to
0: myself. It would score very high. And that's why I want to include that metric, the personal feelings yes. metric, because
1: yeah, it's, it's high. It's,
0: yeah. And I thought that should, I mean, because I mean, music is subjective. Taste is subjective. At the end of the yeah. day, it's like, what do you choose to listen to? Right. So yeah, yeah good choice. <laughs> okay. This one is going to blow your mind. All right. Okay. This is a live version.
1: Okay. But live versions count if they yeah. were recorded and your, your list is different than mine. So
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, what number are we on? 19. I think we mi- I missed one or I didn't have as many numbers because oh. this is my 18. Don't you have them labeled? I did. Okay. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 22. I actually, turn, it turns out I only have 23 songs on this list. Okay, okay. I miscounted. That's okay. So I'll just end earlier than you. Okay. <laughs> You'll, your number one will be the last number one. So you're one. on 18. So I'm I'll just two in a row, row next. It's fine. You go. Okay. Miley Cyrus's version of Holes Doll Parts. Okay, okay. That she sang for Howard Stern.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Is one of the powerhouse vocal performances I've heard in a while.
1: I am not time. surprised. I never I've never heard that.
0: Uh I highly recommend yeah. YouTubing that I'll and watch it, it because she sings the fucking shit out of it. So
1: that song. Well, continue talking about the song. Well Do it's
0: more. I mean historically that's I'm not super into we'll say that kind of pop music. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's it's not really my thing, my my bag, but I stumbled across this version and I was blown away about how well and she captures like all the gravitas, all the sadness, all the rage of the original, like she sings the shit out of that song. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, I was something tilted in my head. I'm like, do I like Miley Cyrus uh-huh. or at least her performance on this song? And I mean, it's pretty recent. It's only the last two three years, I think. So she's kind of reached that age where she's kind of pushing into like our Stevie Nicks. Right, right. In a way, almost kind of. She got yeah, okay. really uh- weathered. <laughs> dusky voice yeah you know what i mean like I uh, mean. like when when she
1: I think her she, voice is deeper than mine I think she you know? strips that down for albums probably so i i, I was gonna mention something about this for yeah. honorable mention so um i hope it doesn't steal one from your list but probably but it sounds like it won't but i was looking at jolene by the white stripes mm-hmm. and then obviously it, it made across, it made
0: the matrix but not the
1: perfect yeah mine too yeah so it's it's there because it's honorable mention, because it's excellent, it's really good. Of course, Dolly Parton's is fantastic. Well, that, that's yeah, that's
0: actually because it scored very low in reworkability or improving the original for me. Me too.
1: And that's why. So, I did, that's why yeah. the White Stripes version didn't make the list. However, the Miley Cyrus one almost did. Mm. So I, I heard the heard this, yeah. song, be- I've heard this I, song. before. I, uh, I considered it too. I've heard this. I, song, I heard it, it before, but I don't think about it. And yeah. then when I was doing the, like I said, the research for the White Stripes one, I was like. I listened to My Miley Cyrus and I was like, well, that one might make the list. Yeah, it's her excellent. Her vocal performance is so good.
0: Yeah, she kind of came out of nowhere to really become this incredibly emotional yeah. and powerful singer.
1: But I think her albums, they strip it down to make it more
0: mainstream. I think they do. Yes. I think this is, she kind of, we don't give her enough credit for being an interesting artist on her own time, kind yeah. of almost like, because covers of do- Jolene and, and Doll Parts isn't going to move albums yeah, no. or, or get you downloads. And it, it's sad. Yeah. And it's it's weird. It's you kind of feel like that maybe there's this secret great album that she's capable of making. That's what I
1: was just gonna get at. I was like, I hope one day she's at a point where she doesn't care about, you know, she's in that Prince area where she doesn't care about album sales yeah. anymore, and she's like, I'm just gonna make the album I want to make. Yeah. And it's it would be fucking phenomenal. I, if it was re- all songs like that, it would be one of the it'd best be albums. Really ever. Singer, it'd be really interesting. So. Fantastic. It'd be really
0: interesting. She is. It'd be really interesting to see what she could come up with. Yeah. If kind of given free reign like that. So, so yeah, know. no, well worth checking out. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So, yeah,
1: good choice. Good yeah. choice. All right, so I'm going to do two now then. So my Yeah, nine, you so, do two in a row. So my 19 is Renegades of Funk by Rage Against the Machine.
0: Microphone Fiend is one of my uh, honorable mentions. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, but re- I actually listened to all of Renegades as part of the prep for this.
1: The whole album, yeah. 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 Which is, I mean, I love all of it. I love Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And at the time, it was very, like, for them, it was, like, very mainstream. Because they were like, how can Rage Against the Machine do covers?
0: Yeah. So they picked
1: all these weird songs to cover. So that kind of part of it.
0: Well, it was very hip-hop or things like uh, like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Things that made sense.
1: Things that made sense for Rage Against
0: for, the Machine. For Rage Against the Machine. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, yeah. Rage Against the Machine came out. Renegades, 2000. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, originally by Africa Bambada. And, and Soul Sonic, Sonic Force. Thor.
0: Yep. It is very different than the original.
1: Very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from
0: 1983.
1: Mm-hmm. So it has riffs. They used riffs from Cheap Tricks, Gonna Raise Hell in it. Oh. Yeah. I bet you didn't know that.
0: I did but, not but, know that. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, I, I love that song. That was one of those ones where, like, I played it to death in... 2000
0: oh when, when it came on the radio we cranked it up
1: just like all the time
0: yeah and and
1: it was also kind of the last gasp of rage against the machine well they
0: i believe it already broken up yeah by and the, the time, time it was released yeah so it was kind of like this they is the last content you're getting they
1: them. didn't actually play it live till 2007 when they reformed yeah so it was kind of like yeah the last gasp of rage and it,
0: yeah
1: it has a special place in my heart for that so
0: renegades holds up well
1: and it's a great song
0: I, I so, yeah I, I like I said I listened the to it album, the album this, so. itself
1: yeah it's great so
0: yeah excellent listen that was number oh, 19. good choice solid choice yeah yeah it's, it's funny because a lot of these were in my consciousness too you yeah know, yeah rap.
1: well I knew that was gonna happen yeah so my number eighteen is Betty Davis Ice by Kim, mm. by Kim Cards. four that's your number four wow four wow you rated that one really high I mean that I song is fantastic. fucking
0: love that song it's
1: because it's amazing it's
0: one of those songs that. As soon as it comes on on the radio, I pull over to listen to. Yep. It. I it's which is one it's of the your be- desperado. Well, from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, but uh it's one of those songs that makes me feel like a 7-year-old. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. I absolutely love Betty Davis eyes. Yep. But it's, you chose it so
1: you talk on it. Too. That from Mistaken Identity 1981. Mhm. So originally ja- have you did you listen to the original? Mm-hmm. Jackie DeShannon. Mhm. 1974 does very not different. sound like the same Very
0: song. different. Yeah. Great reworking. Yeah. I have a real soft spot in my heart for early 80s synth music too. Me too. Me too. So I just love that sound and Kim's delivery and going back to the same, almost like Miley Sarr, she's got yes. a very thick, husky voice, yeah. which suits that song so well. It does. The vocal performance is fantastic. It's fantastic. The, yeah.
1: Well, she got, she got the Grammy for song of the year and record of the year, so... Mm. That's pretty good for someone that you probably, most people probably have never heard of. Yeah. What else did she do?
0: Well, again, that's one for the one hit wonders list. Exactly. I, think. I mean. Uh,
1: but it's fantastic. I actually, it, it's funny you say that because I like, I remember hearing the song and it's the same thing. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have to stop and like research. What song was that? Yeah. I remember doing that like what 20 years ago or whatever, when I heard it on the radio. You're like, what the hell is
0: this? It'll come on the radio and you're like, I got it. Yeah. What, I, I know this. I know this. Oh my god! I, yeah, and it just triggers something in you. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's phenomenal. I mean, like I had it at four. Four.
1: That's, that's and, in, impressive. and I... in my
0: and in my original iteration, three.
1: Wow, I can see why. I can totally see why. Yeah, but uh, yeah,
0: was that your two in a row?
1: Yeah, that was my two in a row. So you're at seventeen.
0: Okay, seventeen. Uh, Janis Joplin's "Piece of My Heart," originally by Erna Franklin. Nice. Yeah. Another one that I didn't realize was a cover until for a long time. Yeah. I mean, to me, that was always Janice's.
1: Yeah. and I didn't know it was a cover until you just said it.
0: Yeah. um, (laughs) The original, again, original, very different. Yeah. But that's one of those songs I can't distend from Janice because her performance is just so incredible. She sings the shit out of it. And it's almost like... I, you hate playing the what if game in music, but you're like, ugh. Yeah, well. she, she's part of the 27 club, you yeah, know, like course. it's just so sad, you know, like what could what could have been, but we had this at least, right? So that's true. Yeah,
1: we got what we got. We got what we got. And, and it was excellent. That's why she's still known today.
0: Yeah. But again, uh, not one I, I realized it was a cover for a long, long time.
1: Well, like I said, I didn't even know till you just said it. Mm. So there you go. Never heard of the original.
0: My brother even likes it. So. I think I've heard for, it in this car before so Brother approved <laughs> Yeah, brother approved We don't have a, all taste overlap on everything so. Alright,
1: so my number 17 mm-hmm. Is Rusty Cage by Johnny Cash Finally got to Johnny Cash
0: Yeah, finally um, I'm going to remark I'm wearing a Johnny Cash t-shirt Yes, you are That is an honorable mention for me
1: Okay, okay
0: And I think I judged it harshly For reasons that we'll get to later
1: I did it first. I judged it harshly at first. I had it, uh, when I first wrote my list, I had it at 34. Yeah. And then when yeah. I, what, do you know what changed it for me? I listened to the original, I listened to it, hmm? and I was like, it blew Soundgarden out of the water.
0: I love the original.
1: The original is fantastic. From Super
0: Unknown. I love that song.
1: But Johnny Cash is,
0: I'm going to take my eye! <laughs> you know? but
1: Johnny, But Johnny Cash's version has so much heart in it his voice has so much gravitas and it's the guitar just, is so and cool guitar, and it's and it's so stri- the song is stripped down yeah it's it's so raw and it's so yeah it's, that's the perfect word it's raw yeah and i listened to it and i was like it's way more powerful i'm
0: going to take my yeah yeah well johnny is so,
1: johnny is johnny
0: johnny so. is johnny like
1: yeah yeah it's from and it was from his Unchained album in 1996
0: mm-hmm he was doing a lot of uh, covers albums with Rick Rubin at the time. Yeah. And that was one of the real gems from that era. Yeah. It really was. I mean, the thing is with Johnny is that I, there was a part of me that was like, do I just throw the rules out the window and just only have Bruce Springsteen and Johnny Cash affiliated <laughs> things? And that's my whole top 20 fucking list? Cause you could, I could have done you that. You totally could. You know, just cause yeah. they've just been so involved in so much incredible music. Yep. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh ah, really shit. Could. And I mean, I have a Johnny Cash box set and the fourth album of it is just his covers yeah and it's a real honor for johnny to sing one of your songs for most people oh yeah right?
1: most so, most of the guys are blown away
0: you're like oh there there were a few johnny cash songs that could have made this list for me yeah. and rusty cage absolutely is one of them this, I've this always one, loved this that one I,
1: I just lo- like i said i i judged it harshly at first too it was way lower on my list and oh and then the other thing that bumped it up is i realized that this is a song that is 90 percent of the time on my playlist yeah, I was like, I don't delete it off my playlist like ever. So why would it not be on my yeah. top list? And you're like, well, I, I, again, I'd be lying to myself if I didn't put this higher. So. And because
0: it didn't factor into mine, we wouldn't talk about it. So it yeah. needed to be there. There you go. Yeah, so it works for me. Hey, I, I'm not I'm gonna.
1: gonna take my, I'm
0: not gonna judge you harshly for that. While well, I sit here in change. my Johnny Cash t-shirt. So. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that guy. That guy. That guy. <laughs> I. I was so scared to self overlap in some cases like
1: <laughs>
0: there are a few songs that I'm like shit, you know, but yep. But uh my uh, my 16th yep. is one of those instances uh Tina Turner's version of Credence's Ooh, Proud Mary. You you
1: did it. Oh, okay. This yeah. one, this one was on my honorable mention.
0: Yeah. I I just she sings the shit out of she that song. She does sing the shit
1: out of it. I give I lo- give her that
0: for a lot of people. That is the iconic version of that song. That's true. And Creedence Clearwater Revival is one of my all time favorite bands. I know. So it speaks volumes that you know, like I'm going to hold it in such high regard. But I mean, it's it's Tina. You yeah. know, it's it's kicking she, ass you're, like you're, normal. You hit
1: the nail on the head. She sings the shit out of it.
0: Yeah. To me,
1: that version sound. The reason it's an honorable mention is because it's great. But I like the Creedence version better, only because to me, Tina Turner's version sounds like. An outstanding karaoke performance. Yes, it doesn't sound. That like is
0: my only gripe.
1: A better song. It's just that she's she's such a great performer. Yes. So this is where this is where I was getting at. Where is it? The song so strong that you take a good performer and sing it. Is the song itself actually strong? Well, or this is, is the it, thing I gave but you. Judged it on performance as
0: well. I gave ten out of ten for the performance.
1: Uh, which and if deserved. my
0: rubric was different, yes. it might it might not make the list. And
1: that's why I didn't make. That's what I'm trying to say. It didn't yeah. make mine because the song itself. Part of that strength is the great song, and, yeah. part, and it's it's all about the the bones of the original song and yeah. the performance. It's not really the song changing or.
0: I could have easily have gotten an, another Credence song in here, and gone with a Minutemen's version of "Don't Look Now" from Double Nickels on the Dime, which okay. is a complete reworking. Yeah, brilliant. I absolutely love it, but scored very low on iconic because right. it's more obscure.
1: It is not, yeah.
0: You know, but well I, that's
1: the thing. This one is you're right. It's very yeah. iconic. Yeah. Some so people, this is the version they
0: think of. That it's a Tina Turner song for a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. So I'm I'm like, so this is the rubric yeah. really drove yeah. a lot of these. I'm decisions. really I'm really
1: glad that your judge and mine was different because we're talking about song like I said, that's on my honorable mention. It wouldn't yeah. have made it. So yeah,
0: we wouldn't we wouldn't have talked about it no. otherwise. But I mean it's one of the songs that Tina Turner, a legendary performer, is known for. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's something we got to talk about, really, yep. right? So, fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
1: great song. Good choice. All right, sixteen yep. on my list, mm-hmm. and this one probably won't be on your list. Is it's my life by No Doubt.
0: I knew we were gonna get to it.
1: You, you knew you were gonna get to it because I'm such a No Doubt fan. You're such
0: a No Doubt fan, and I'm like, we're gonna do Talk Talk yeah. a, at some point. I know we are. Yes. So, and I'm like, and it's a good, and it's a good song, it's and it good. made my uh, honorable my it made the spreadsheet the matrix it made the matrix as, as you've been so, calling it yeah yeah. I don't it scored meh on personal feelings
1: uh-huh. see that's where it jumped up on mine is because obviously being such a no doubt fan yeah and this one also was kind of the same as the rage thing where this was the last gasp for no doubt yes they actually recorded I think they had
0: already broken up or?
1: no 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 this was they recorded this for their singles album mm.
0: they, they
1: were reducing they were putting out their greatest hits which is usually a bad sign of a band, <laughs> they were putting out their greatest yeah. hits, and they wanted a new song for it. Yeah, and they didn't have a lot of time, and they wanted to to write a song, but they realized they weren't going to be write a song good, be able to write one good enough. Mm. And they wanted a real, real banger of a song that was going to be on the radio.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: they decided to cover an eighty well, song.
0: A, it's a good idea. You get a single that moves units. Exactly. Well, yeah. And, you know,
1: and they wanted to bang it out quick. Yeah. So they they actually listened till they they picked kind of what we did. They picked like 80, 80 songs. And they pared it down yeah. to the ones that would be that they liked the most and would be yeah. best fit for their style. And so it, it turned out to be Talk Talk. It's from nineteen eighty four. Mm. Um, this and they said a very close second was don't change by in excess.
0: Good which, choice. Which, which
1: would have been a great choice. I kinda I to this day I'm like, oh, I kinda wish they did that. But <laughs> anyways. We got this, and I love it. You
0: know what, too? For a lot of people, if that's their exposure to get into Talk Talk and get into their catalog, that's a great gateway drug because that is one of the phenomenal forgotten bands of the 80s. Yes, it is. They had a, a litany of albums towards the late 80s, each different than the last, and so brilliant and beautiful and melancholy. And interesting all the time. That's yeah. one of the great underrated Lost Bands is Talk Talk. Absolutely. So if, if someone isn't familiar with their catalog and got into them through the No Doubt song, hey, awesome. There you go. Awesome. So, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I am I'm knew this would make your list. Yeah. And I'm like, awesome. That gives us a chance to talk about Talk Talk because <laughs> legendary, yes. legendary band, brilliant music. Yeah. So, and great choice by No Doubt. Yeah. It's a, it's a good song. All right, that was uh, that was yours.
1: 16, yep. Okay, we're getting into the nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Fifteen. And I don't mean the nitty gritty band.
0: No, they did not make my list.
1: Not on my list. Spoiler online, alert. Spoiler, no, no we... covers by or from the nitty gritty. No, no nitty
0: gritty band. Yeah, no. Anyways. But uh, my fifteenth is uh, Vampire Weekend's cover of "I'm Going Down" by Bruce Springsteen.
1: I have not heard it.
0: I. Okay, there's a story behind this. Yep for it i went to see them when they were in town vampire weekend and if you're i mean you're familiar with their music right yep and they started playing a song i think it was uh their second album they were touring so i'd known most of their music or at least because they only had 20 something songs yeah and they started playing the song and it starts out like doo, 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 and very much in their style and i'm like I-, I turned to my buddy i'm like i don't know this what song is this? yeah and then the Ezra Koenig, the, start, the singer, he starts to sing. He's like, we sit in your car outside your house. And I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking I'm going down. Because it's, that's one of my very favorite Bruce Springsteen songs. And one that's not as known as, you know, like a lot of his big hits or whatever. And I'm like, I was shaking with joy. And, I, and, they, and they played the shit out of it. And I'm like, that was a real special experience. Yeah. And I don't even... I think if it's on YouTube if you ever want to listen to a version. Like, they've cut a version. But the first time yep. I'd ever heard it was live. It was a live version, sure, yeah. Yeah. And like, it, it didn't make any albums or anything that I'm aware of. Like, so it wouldn't – it would fail your criteria. Right. But I was – oh, my God a band that I was really into at the time playing one of my favorite Bruce Springsteen. It was a very special experience. Nice. So uh, that's another one. I highly recommend getting on YouTube and finding if you can, because I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it's out there. They might even have done a studio version. I'm sure. So yeah. Yeah, Well worth a listen.
1: Nice. Mm. Interesting (laughs) choice.
0: Yeah. I've got a few nuggets. I got a few nuggets.
1: I like it. I, I, like it. I love it. I,
0: I, I tried to reach for nuggets.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I went the mainstream for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I, I it's pretty mainstream. <laughs> it's pretty mean. Yeah. Like there are a lot of these are classics yeah. going forward. Well,
1: Especially going forward. Yeah. yeah
0: now that we're well, really like my
1: number 15, you can't get much more classic than this. Mm. So my number 15 is I love rock and roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts.
0: You know what's funny? Yeah. That was an honorable mention for me. Yep. Yeah. And scored low on personal feelings.
1: Yeah? You don't like that song either?
0: Funnily, their cover of Modern Lover's Roadrunner was right in the mix, too, because it scored incredibly high for personal feelings.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Uh, but it scored very low on performance because it was late 80s produced. Yeah. And so it, it sounds yeah, very yeah. flat. Right. But again, I think it's what you said about Cindy Lauper. I have heard it too damn much.
1: I agree. And originally... There's
0: fatigue for me when it comes to that So song.
1: originally I had this much lower too. Yeah. I had, I had the song. I, I don't... I don't even remember where it was. But it was low. It was kind of like Rusty Cage. I had it much, much lower on my list. And then... Yeah. I listened to it. And I listened to the original by the Arrows from 1975, mm. by the way. Mm. They were... Joan Jett released this in 1981. And I... But I didn't want to discount this one because I, like... Girls Just Want to Have Fun doesn't make my playlists. Yeah. But this does, not all the time, but occasionally. Yeah. And it's very iconic, not just for Joan Jet fans. It's an iconic song. It is. It so is. So it got bumped up a little bit on my list. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I said, I mean, uh, I, I struggled it's, with it. Yeah. It, it it bounced between like 50 and 20. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how I was feeling, feeling you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and so. – and,
1: that's what I was getting at, was that it depended on how I felt on the day. Yeah. So the day that I actually sat down and wrote my list, it got up to 50. <laughs> yep. I felt good about it that day. I think part of it was listening to the original. It, it is much, much better than the Arrows version. Yeah. So that helped it. That helped it by comparing.
0: Yeah. And you're like, okay, it was a basis comparison. Yeah. And again, it's one of those ones if you didn't know, you wouldn't know.
1: Yes. Well, That it,
0: it, that's, they didn't write it originally. Uh,
1: <laughs> I would I would say most people don't know that no it's a cover song.
0: No. That's I think one of those ones where yeah. you're like, well yeah it's that's jo- Joan Jett. Joan right? Jett
1: saw it when she was touring with the runaways in England mm. because the arrows were on a TV show like a regular on a regular basis. They did yeah. that sort of thing back in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. So like they had a weekly spot on a TV show and they yeah. would play a song and they played that song. Well, oh, top
0: of the pops or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like so, you know the Brits are big on that kind of on stuff. On TV and was like, I like that song. Yeah. And yeah. So that's my uh
0: that's my fifteen. Oh, okay, okay. My uh, my fourteen is a uh, probably my most obscure one on the list. Okay, is Doctor Dog's version of "Heart at Races" by Architecture in Helsinki?
1: Oh, see, I do not know that
0: one. Yeah, you might know the original. I had a period in the about eighteen years ago when I was listening to that Architecture in Helsinki, yeah. and about ten years ago, I heard the cover version of of that song, and it was so radically different. Yeah, it took something that. Took a quirky pop song and reworked it into something uh, very folksy, guitar-driven, yeah. but also with these incredible Beach Boys-esque harmonies. Mm-hmm. And the singing is – the harmony singing is fucking superb. Yeah. It is a beautiful song. And it's, it just fills me with something.
1: No, oh. I'm going to have to look that up. Oh,
0: absolutely look sure. it up. It is – if you know the original and you know the the reworked version, you're like, I this is bi- – I can't believe they turned this into this. Well. It's It's a special song. But I think that was my last of my real left field ones. <laughs> so I think it gets kind of more streamlined from here. So okay. we might even start to double up a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would hope so, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So I guess I'm on – that was 14, right, mm-hmm. for you? That I'm was on 14 14. 14 for me is Lake of Fire by Nirvana.
0: Ooh, good pick. Yeah. Good pick.
1: Lake of Fire by Nirvana. So it was obviously on their MTV Unplugged in yep. New York in yep. 1993. Yep. Originally by the Meat Puppets. Yep. So on Meat Puppets 2 from Meat Puppets 2,
0: which is also a very good album. Yeah,
1: well, the recording of this, the actual the Kirkwood brothers who are from the Meat Puppets actually yep. joined them on stage. They and They played. played. They played. So yep. it's
0: true.
1: <laughs> it's a cover with the original band members playing, so it's a little different. But um,
0: I I think it counts.
1: No, it counts. I, I definitely I'd say count that it counts because that's that's mostly Kurt Cobain wailing away. Yeah, he like they're not singing so. It counts as a cover.
0: I knew at some point we would talk about Unplugged in New York, too. Uh And it was just such a special, incredible musical moment that I like really kind of... Oh, yeah. It kind of is cemented in that age. Sadly, Kurt was already gone. It was kind
1: of the punctuation on Yaretta. It was. It was kind of like...
0: To me, it was almost like the beginning of the end of that movement, that album. Yeah. So much in music started to change in the mid-90s after that. But that was one of those albums that when it first came out, I was of a certain age that it, it was. It kind of functioned like Prince did in a way. That it got me into other things.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like
0: Meat Puppets being one of those bands. Yep. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, like when tastemakers that you think are really cool are into something, you're like, maybe I should check that out. Yeah. You know, and it leads you down those paths, right? And Unplugged in New York definitely did that for me.
1: Yeah. Do you have any songs on the, your list from Unplugged in New York coming up? One. Okay. Then I, we'll talk about that.
0: Yeah, we will, we, and you might have the same one. Yeah. So. So we will we will get there when we get there.
1: Uh the reason I picked Lake of Fire, I just want to throw this out there, is just yeah. that like I mean the Meat Puppets version is good. I enjoy it. Mm. But this there's something about his version. It it feels like it was this was the way the song was meant to be saying.
0: The pathos in it is fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's just like it like, I agree. The Meat Puppets version sounds like it's it's a cover. Yes. To me. When I listen to them, I'm like, oh, it's it's not even comparison to me. I'm like, oh, it's they a little tried goofier. To it. It's goofier. That's the perfect. You way You know, to. it is. It's Whereas goofier. Kurt Cobain seemed to take it more serious, and it's kind of a silly song. Like it's it nothing, is, but but it, he he gives it some power.
0: Well, it it becomes more of a spiritual hymn. Yeah, exactly. His treatment. Yes, you know, exactly. it becomes a serious thing. Yeah, and now it's it's hard to. It's almost like you're hearing a ghost singing.
1: Yeah, that it's is hard, true, hard, you know, and
0: it gives that extra layer of sadness. It can't distend it from the situations under which that album arose, right? So, yeah. but no, the original, is it is. It's a little wacky. It's a little, yeah, exactly. You know, relative to yeah. in how it was in Kurt's hands and, and Nirvana's hands. and But yeah, it, that was a real moment in music, you know, and uh, yeah, great choice. Yeah. And I really didn't want to double up. And I think that's why it did not make. Yeah, yeah, the real mix. I,
1: I see what's coming. We'll we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll
0: we'll get there when we get there. But, <laughs> so
1: you go for your number thirteen.
0: Uh, Johnny Cash hurt. Not nails. Oh,
1: see, this is one where that's higher. I, mine, that's number six. I thought
0: all it right. would be higher for you. Yeah, yeah. And I think the only reason it wasn't higher for me is the is because of the rubric I used. Right. But what can you say about this it's song? It's Powerful incredibly powerful like
1: it brought trent Reznor to tears
0: it brought trent it makes me saw shake the video.
1: to hear it yeah well me too he, but, he was just dis-
0: he was dismissive at first yes he was like oh, oh yeah he
1: he was like he thought it was gimmicky yeah he's like ah he's trying to sell some albums this old guy yeah and then he saw the the video and the video is super powerful oh too. it is if you, if I, you, I think
0: if i remember properly it, it won mtv award for best video or was nominated at the very least it was that was nominated
1: video. justin timberlake won and his hang on in his acceptance speech he's like he said Justin Timberlake's like yeah. I shouldn't have won he said Johnny Cash is hurt should have what should be getting this award right now he's like I appreciate it but I didn't he's deserve like, this
0: it's cool but yeah hurt was a thing what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you and
1: like the, the video had images of his through his whole life right yeah and him sitting it's a beautiful thing well and he's sitting at his own museum there's a Johnny Cash museum that yeah. was dilapidated and, and like closed yeah. at this point in his yeah. life and he's sitting there and he's singing, and yeah. it's, and and the song like the haunting way he sings this song, and then he dies shortly after.
0: Shortly after, and it's like living in the relic of his life.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's like Lake of Fire. Yeah, you know, it's it's something that is. It almost goes beyond words, and I actually thought it was going to be higher in my in my list, but it ended up being thirteen. Yeah, just because well now. It, Things are getting fierce. The knives are out it's now. It's getting already. fierce.
1: Well, mine was number six. This one, yeah. this one made it to six. It's yeah. pretty pretty high. Yeah. Um, I
0: did. I really wanted to have a very varied kind of list, too. I'm like, like I said, I'm like, this could have been all Johnny Cash. It's true. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with the one. Is the slam dunk my favorite cover of his that he did? And that was Hurt. Yeah. Uh, Wichita Lineman, or sorry, County Lineman, a Bruce Springsteen song actually rather, was rather high. Yeah. Uh, that he had, co- had Johnny Cash covered. But like... I mean, yeah. it's Johnny Cash.
1: You could have made a whole Johnny Cash yeah. just list. <laughs> you you could have. <laughs> the best Johnny like, Cash covers. Well, I mean, th- this song came from American 4, The Man Comes Around, yeah. 2002. Yeah. Which, again, which was the end of it, not only his career, but his life. Yep. Yeah. Right? He died, like, it was like seven months after like, this was yeah. released.
0: Yeah. It was not long after. It was within yeah. the year, I think. Yeah. yeah. So. How am, are you enjoying
1: your beer call? I'm.
0: It's delicious, but it's so thick.
1: It's heavy. it's some
0: work. It's some heavy. It's actually it work to
1: put this sour sweet sour. Dessert. Yeah, it's a dessert beer. I guess we should have shared it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, like Archie and Veronica, we put two straws two in straws it. Two straws in it. Yeah, <laughs> both drank the same beer.
1: it's pretty thick. We could have used two spoons. I don't yeah, think.
0: we could have used two spoons. I'm gonna power through this. Yeah, and maybe we should put a pin in it for this week.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's a good idea.
0: Yeah. Well, we're halfway through the list. Yep. So now might be a good time to take a break.
1: Yep. Go listen to those songs. Look yeah.
0: them
1: Yeah. Go, uh, go on Spotify. And uh, while you're on there, why don't you check out some Beers and Banter?
0: Please do. <laughs> yeah. Give us a five-star review. Yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> I'd enjoy that.
1: Uh, go over to Instagram, beers.n.banter.mc. Mm-hmm. Tell us some cover songs you like. I'm sure mm. we're missing a lot. And we we know we are.
0: We know we are. This is personal favorites. So. Yep please i always want to listen to new music we
1: we love music so yeah as you can
0: tell expand the palette a little bit yep experience some new new tunes yeah i'm down for that so
1: go rock out and uh, we'll see you in a week Mm -hmm. or you'll hear us in a week i guess we won't see you yeah well unless you send us pictures i guess
0: something will happen in the future (laughs) in the future and we'll be that'll happen (laughs) so (laughs) all right so uh ttfn i guess yep See you in a couple weeks.